0: Thanks so much for joining me. Here we go. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, I didn't sleep in. I did not set my alarm and I still got up early, went outside, let out the chickens. I am only running on like maybe five-ish, five-ish hours of sleep, but I feel really here. I feel really here and present, and I know what I need to do today, and it feels really good, Um, especially like after a full day, I had a full day, I had a full day yesterday um, doing several podcast recordings and getting, um, I have a patron-only newsletter that I put out at the end of the month, and yo, it is the end of the month, Um, like seriously, has anyone seen May? Have you seen May? May? Like, did May even happen? Like, I know it did, because at the beginning of May, I had my birthday, turned 41 on May 4th. That actually does seem like forever ago, which is weird, because May itself went by in a blink. Like, really? Um, So if you're feeling like that, me too. Me too. It just went by so fast. Um, but I mean, I guess that means that we're following our passion and, you know, time just isn't really working for us anymore if we're in alignment with things that bring us joy, doing things that we really like, that we really bring us some type of satisfaction, contentment, enjoyment, following your bliss, following your passion. Those are all such good Words of advice um, that I feel like I should have, like, a picture on the wall, like, every day walk by it, follow your bliss. What does that mean, though? What does that mean to you? That's a good question, you know, because bliss can be different for every single person, it's not just a cookie cutter, like, here, here's some bliss. could you get bliss on the menu of your life? So I'm excited to get a little message today. We're going to keep it light because we've had like such um, two huge days, I feel like, of messages. And yesterday was just such a big message. Something that seems really relevant to me, though, um, today is the number 13. So this is the 13th episode. Um, and that's just the 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 cherry on the on the cake because last night i pulled a number 13 when i was working with the mayan oracle before bed i like to i like to grab that deck sometimes and um also very super relevant is now at the end of the month of may on my patreon page i have 13 patrons so this baker's dozen number 13, this universal movement number, it seems like it's with me today. So it'll be fun to go along and do my things today. And if the number 13 pops up for me, it's just those kind of synchronicities are so super fun. Um, numerological synchronicities, that's what I like. That's what I seem to like in my life. Um, it's just... They bring me a little joy here and there. Okay, so the deck that we're going to be getting a little message from today, I'm just seeing a basic three-card spread here, folks. Like, (laughs) like if I had, you know, eight hours of sleep, we could do something fancy, but five hours of sleep, we get a three-card spread unless um, the deck has something else in mind. Like, I don't know, just a two card, just pull two cards top and bottom. We could really like skimp out today. <laughs> like we just need a quickie. We just need to have a quickie, but at least our quickies are going to be love-based. Ugh. All right, so I am still working on judgment, Um, but today it's like more of being aware of my judgments. So I'm moving into this place of, of observation with myself that... Before, I may have just judged somebody and not even been aware that I was judging them. And now I'm starting to analyze and observe and just be aware of my judgments and really try not to attach to them. Like like um, if I think something negative about, you know, my husband or whatever, um, just going to, you know, you know use a random example, not that's like my sole problem in life or anything, but... Um, you know I used to like attach to like oh yeah this is the way I feel like you know this is what I'm doing I'm I'm you know placing this judgment upon him even though I wasn't even I just you just do it right now I'm seeing the judging thought come up I'm being like oh hey what's up what's up what's up judging thought here you are here you're back again I see you I'm not attaching to it but i am aware that it's been it's here again but i don't have to commit to being like yeah this is how i feel right but i just want to be aware that it's it's here and maybe this is just a pattern that i keep doing like just an old pattern that keeps coming up and so I, i'm looking at the place as you know i've been doing this a long time maybe this is just a habit maybe this is just a pattern Um, And then I'm looking at it, I'm trying not to judge myself, but yet remind myself that anytime I partake in a thought like this, that, you know, that is not helping the relationship, that is not putting good energy out. When we're being judgmental of other people, that is negative-based energy, and, um, you know, it's just putting a little... Um, poison in your garden. Yeah, that's breaking it down. Negative thoughts are putting poison in your garden of life. So why the hell would you do that? That's what I asked myself. So anyways, trying to break free of that pattern of um, judging people, even though, I mean, I get it. They done wrong. They done stupid. But, you know, still that judgment is within me. And um, yeah, just sharing my, where I'm at with my own process of eliminating these things in my life that are probably, bet you five bucks, not serving me at all. So I'm just trying to clean it up. But anyways, the deck that I have in my hand right now, I have the book. It's the healing, the herbal healing deck, the herbal healing deck by Sarah Baldwin and Ashley Verkamp. It comes in this huge box, like pretty big. But that's because the book is really big. And the book is actually a great book. If you are ever trying to talk yourself into buying an Oracle deck, I suggest it might be this one, actually. Um, Because it's it's so interesting. The book is so damn interesting. And because they give you a little bit of history, they give you a little botanical facts, plus they go into, you know, the divination... But it's all really connected and it flows really good. And I could literally just take this book with me for the day and read the book even without the cards. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's, it's a good book. Um, so kudos to um, Sarah and Ashley for putting together such an awesome deck. Uh, this was, I believe, one of my first herbal decks. Now, let me think about that. I don't even know if that's true or not. But anyways, I've had this deck for a real long time. Oh, yeah. I think I was drawn to it, like, right away. This was one of the first ones that I bought. Yeah? I don't know. Goodness gracious. Give me a few more hours of sleep. But you know what? Sometimes less sleep um, is good. So, yeah. Anyways, here we go. Let's get a little shuffle. I'm going to put the box over here so I have some... Room to work. I need a better setup here, y'all. But this'll do. This this is a cozy little setup. I got my dandelion root tea. It's nice and hot. <laughs> so now I'm like really aware of like how I've I listened back to um last night I did a patron only podcast um for my patrons. It's called Spilling the Tea. With Herbal Marie. And I try not to bitch and moan and complain too much in it, but sometimes that is what it ends up being for some of the segments. Then I talk about some herbs and things that I've been doing and just some things that I don't talk about in any of my other places that I like to chit chat. Um, but, anyways, my point is I record that podcast without any breaks. A little bit like here, but like more unedited. And a couple times during an hour, you if you're talking nonstop, you have to have a drink of your liquid. But anyways, so I had to drink of my water and when I was listening back to make sure like the recording um, was, uh, you know, the, it actually recorded, you know, before you post your podcast, double check that it actually recorded. That's a pretty important step. Anyways, anytime I took a drink, the microphone picked up my gulps, like gulp, gulp. And I was like, ugh. so repulsed to like having to hear myself swallow my liquid so yeah apologies to my patrons for having to listen to me drink my liquid and same to you actually actually i'm gonna push pause you know you don't need to listen to that (laughs) all right yeah that was there was a lot of slurping and and gargling and you know you just don't need to you're better than that man (laughs) okay so i also rearranged you so i could have a little more space here to lay out some cards do a little shuffle put a little life into this deck a little intention we're looking for a little message but you know what i've already kind of decided on what i'm looking for you know is how can we not put this poison in our garden that when i said that that really stuck with me Two minutes later. It's really stuck with me. Um, When we think negative thoughts. We put poison in our garden. In our garden of life. And we. Dudes. We're not using pesticides in in physical life. So why would we use poison in our emotional energetic life? It just. I mean it totally makes sense to me. I get it. I get it. But then it's like. How do we stop these patterns of thoughts? Um, These patterns of reactions oh my goodness okay so we're gonna actually do the top card and the bottom card okay so i see the bottom card it's elder it's ancient wisdom that's looking at me first thing oh she is so pretty okay so elder is magic in this deck and um her third eye is open with this light coming down in it. But what's even more interesting is her heart space is even more open, right? So she's got her third eye open and her heart space. Plus her energetic roots are also lit up. So this, this bright pink color is, you know, connecting her intuition, her heart and her grounded energy. Also, her energy is coming out of her hand branches, her arm and hands. What would be her arm and hands? And as look as I look at this drawing, this this amazing um, tree ally, she is putting out good energy. So the energy is coming in, coming in through heart space, and she's she's sharing it with Gaia. And she is sharing it out into the universe, out into the cosmos. So the ancient elder, this ancient wisdom, they were smart about their energy. And, um, you know, maybe maybe it was easier. Maybe our elders had it easier in a sense that like they didn't have a lot of the culmination of negativity that we're dealing with now with the collective consciousness and our programming and how we've just been like, you know, I don't know. We're just set up to be negative sometimes, you know, when you look at society. But anyways, you know, so they weren't really putting out a lot of negativity. So they were, it was probably maybe easier to put out positivity and they were more connected to the earth. So they had that going on. So I feel like, you know, that is the message first. that's coming through. Like maybe get back to the old, 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 old ways of you know, being one with nature, seeing the people around you in your tribe as your community, right? Don't be like me. And every time I hear the word herbal community, the next two words in my head are my ass, (laughs) right? Like, how do I break that pattern of feeling like the outcast, feeling like just, you know, so disconnected from um large groups of people or even just people in general do you know like i definitely am a plant person for a reason <laughs> but like i do love this idea of having a tribe i think that's amazing but um it just hasn't found me yet all right so i want to i want to hear more from the elder Um this is also of course you know elder is us going into our subconscious and um those uh underworld type of energies so there is you know of course caution before i do this and i didn't lay these cards out beside each other they're more at a diagonal so it is two cards in front of me but i didn't put them in a line i'm so proud of myself didn't didn't go for that three card pull i guess um i don't know what we're doing here but um yeah let's see what this first card was because elder was on the bottom And dang, whoa, devil's club is the one that I stopped on. And that is all about reclaiming power. Okay, so devil's club is intense. Um, Its eyes and berries have this red energy that goes down into its root chakra, you can tell. And it's it's fiery. It really is. It is that fiery root chakra passion for life. But you know what? I know who I am. And you know, you better watch out. It's got these spikes. Um, I don't know if that's on the stem or the root. I think maybe the stem, but let me check the book because I have not actually worked with this plant, Devil's Club. So this is all about reclaiming power, though. Um, so we've got, you know, this quest for us um, to really take back our power because we just always give it away. We give it away, and anytime I judge, <laughs> this should be like bitch. This or this herb oracle is now known the name of uh, the new name of this podcast is called Bitching About My Husband. No. Nah. Um, or bitch. (laughs) Anytime I judge him, I give my power away. And you don't think you do because you think a judge is up on a pedestal and knowing what's right, what's wrong, but actually you're energetically giving your power away because you're not, I'm not, you're not, whoever's doing this along with me. If we're judging, we're not solid in who we are like we're not anchored. We've let somebody else into our mind. We've we have we're not strengthening ourselves by judging. We are taking away our power. So this is like a message for us to reclaim our power. And maybe how we do that is ancient wisdom. So I'm gonna look in here. We've got a root and a tree. So let's look at Devil's Club. Alice Walker said, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. Dang, that kind of makes me like take a step back because I have really given up my power in this relationship. Um, I gave up my financial power right by deciding to stay at home and, and be with the kids and um you know I it like really took my before I had kids I worked three jobs I worked all the damn time I loved it I had so much energy money 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 right um so then I became a mom and that was my most important thing right money wasn't shit to me anymore like I just wanted to be with my baby you know be then I had babies and then I was like I am really wanting to never leave them So, um, but thinking that I don't have the ability to make money has been part of giving up power, right? Um, feeling like I have to ask permission to do things that is giving up my power. So thinking that I don't have power is, you know, bam, there it goes. Then you don't, if you don't think you have power, then you don't. So it really is important for us all to work on reclaiming our power, work on that inner power, just so we can all be sovereign beings. Like no one has power over you but you. And if you think otherwise, you have fallen for the illusion. You have fallen for the lies. The government does not have power over you but look at everyone just thinking that they're powerless. Truly, think about that. We we all need to realize that no one has power over us. But anyways, the Devil's Club is a large shrub native to the dense, moist forest of the Northwest United States into Alaska and Canada. Well, that explains why I don't see it growing around here. Um, the root bark of the Devil's Club is used to promote overall vitality. It battles chronic issues like diabetes, rheum- rheumatoid arthritis, and it's also really good for acute states like colds, flu, and fever. It's, there is an emphasis on the immune system. so it works with the root chakra, you know and the root chakra governs our survival, our sustenance, family, ancestry. A lot of ancestry mes- messages still coming in for us. As a rejuvenating tonic, Devil's Club promotes endurance, stamina, and longevity. So this herb helps you come into your power. So it's really interesting. A lot of these root herbs like ginseng and ashwagandha, like they really, these roots are so healing. Um, Even I'm drinking dandelion root today. On some level, dandelion root helps you understand, you know, that you, you know, you do, you are in charge of your body and, um, yeah, it gets your vitality back by cleaning your liver. So anyways, devil's club deals with power as it operates within your life. Um, they're saying that many of us are actually unconsciously afraid of our own power. So we treat it like a devil, like our own power. We're afraid of it. Hmm. Does that resonate with you at all? Are you afraid of your own power? It's a good question. So as a projection of everything we fear, we attempt to run away from the devil as an archetypal force of evil. So we run away from our own power. And I do see that in other people, because I'm so judgmental. um, I see how other people are just like, no, you decide for me. You know, you just tell me what to do. Um, They just give their own power away. Like, just tell me what herbs to take. Just tell me what herbs to take and I'll do it. It's like, yeah, but like you should you know, you should do your own research. Disclaim, disclaim, disclaim out the wazoo. Um, Do your own research. But no, people are like... No, just tell me. They go to the doctor. They don't even know what the hell they're taking. They give their power away to the doctor. They don't even research their medicine. They just are... I mean, that's being powerless. That's giving your power away. So maybe they are afraid of their own power. So it's important for us to understand that we always have the right to reclaim our power. So even if our in our life, we have given our power away for 100 years, Right? For a decade or whatever. It's still our right today. To wake up and decide to reclaim our power. Just because you've always given it away. Don't matter. It's your right. It's your power. You can reclaim it. So definitely a heads up. This does not mean that you have to wield it over others. For selfish reasons. Because when you use your power for self-control. Assertiveness or creative exertion um, you can become a better person when you use it for the right reasons. So, and then you're able to give to others more freely in the long run. So yeah, don't, don't be power over others. No, 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 that's not where we're going here. Being powerful is all about self-control, self, um, you know, being assertive, but not forcing anyone else to do that. So, Okay, so this card came through because if we have shied away from our power, it's really just time, you know, to reclaim it. And Devil's Club can teach us that lesson because those spines that are in the picture, if you get, if you get um, pricked or um, one of those spines on her, if she pricks you while you're harvesting the plant, it will, the wound will often create an infection, so this is a physical example of the plant's tough love style of teaching so yeah like just like i was saying these negative thoughts are poison in our garden if we are not um if we're trying to like you know feel like a victim or opposite if we're trying to be a psycho and trying to control everybody power over others That is poison, that is not good for your body, energetic body, that will create an infectious wound in your energy system. Like really, that is not healthy. Either extreme is not healthy, feeling like a victim or being the aggressor um, in your life. Like just, you know, and you know if you're bossy, you know it if you're trying to get everybody just to do exactly what you want. So yeah, Devil's Club is saying like let's reclaim our power. And then they go on in this book to talk about Baba Yaga, the the witch-crone who lives lives deep in the woods. Me. No. <laughs> Baba Yaga, um <clears throat> if you've never heard of her, she's like lives in a house that has chicken feet. It walks on chicken Feet. She decorates with fiery skulls. I've seen some softer versions of her. But um, anyways, there's this story that a young girl comes <clears throat> to her, right? She wants to actually, I think her family makes her go out to find Baba Yaga. <clears throat> and Baba Yaga, um, because like this girl's family was evil, and they're like, Yeah, go find Baba Yaga. Like just to get her, just to think that maybe she'll never come back because Baba Yaga will eat her or whatever. Yeah, watch out for that step family. They're never, they're never any good in stories. But anyways, um, Baba Yaga actually has that tough love, and she knew that the step family sent her out just to be a holes. But you know, she wanted to teach this girl a lesson of reclaiming her power. But it's Baba Yaga, so it's gonna be she's gonna do it Baba Yaga style. So first this girl is put through a series of difficult tasks, like really, and then that proved herself worthy of wisdom. So now that's really interesting that we've got the elder card to go to next, which is ancient wisdom. So in our life sometimes it feels like we are being tried with these trials of life to see if we're worthy of the wisdom, see if we're strong enough, see if we can handle it, right? So, after she passed in these difficult tasks, the Baba Yaga, in all of her frightening glory, finally endows this girl with the power to defeat her step family. So, basically, this girl showed up at Baba Yaga's doorstep as a hapless doormat. And then, Baba Yaga, in her tough love, transformed her into a courageous warrior. And so that's what Devil's Club is, too. Um, it is gonna show you, you know, maybe, maybe point out your weaknesses at first, right? But ultimately, the lesson is to become this self-assertive, um, powerful warrior, and we all have that within us. Um, and uh, yeah, so anyways, this is definitely a sign for us to reclaim our power, assert our authority in our life. Maybe we need to set proper boundaries, right? That sounds familiar. And uh, yeah, it's saying like, don't get wrapped up in the drama of other people. Don't get, like if someone's causing you a little extra drama in your life, try to just be out of it. Be aware of it, but be don't get involved with it let your intuition guide you, right? If it keeps guiding you away from a situation, you need to listen to that. Just because you're a strong warrior doesn't mean that you have to stay and um, tolerate a situation that is just, you know, if your guidance is saying to leave, then you need to leave. So anyways, if someone is trying to thwart your efforts in life, know that you have More than enough power to stand up to this person and more than enough power to stay focused on your true path. So this could also mean that you might need to give tough love to someone else in your life, especially if they're taking advantage of you. Um, But yeah, Devil's Club is like, yo, toughen up, reclaim your power. And even if it means that something has to end in your life, okay, changes. (laughs) Get ready, girl. It's coming to an end, right? Um, But that's okay, because you're going to be strong enough to handle it. And then it says, take heart. It is very possible that the only thing which needs to die or end is your own friendly facade. Like, it's your old patterns maybe that needs to die. It's your old way of judging. It's your old way of being. It's your old way of having low self-esteem that we need, that needs put to death. We need to stop that immediately and you need to reclaim your power. Okay, so while you are reclaiming your power, remember to only, um, it says, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Because remember, you don't have to be a jerk to be powerful. Powerful and jerk are not this, you know, they're not interchangeable words. That doesn't necessarily have to be, um, you can be a powerful and still be peaceful and still be wise and still be calm and collected. So anyways, let's see here. Devil's club is a reminder that if you fail to claim your power now, life will continue to hand you, Increasingly difficult people and situations until you do. But remember, the only true devil is your own fear. Life is never against you. It simply wants to teach you, and sometimes tough love makes for the best lessons. Dang, so yeah, tough lessons... Uh, yeah. Can we be almost done with that? Like, so hello universe. Hey, it's me. (laughs) Hey, Serbo Marie. Um, are we almost done? If I have like, have I, am I almost done learning my tough lessons? Like really? So I am ready to reclaim my power. And as we move on now to the elder tree, um, yeah, but am I wise enough now? Have I completed my tasks and learned my lessons? Am I wise enough now to hold that power? Ooh, pretty good. So elder is all about ancient wisdom. Rumi said, do not be satisfied with the stories that come before you. Unfold your own myth, right? So as we go along in life, and I talked about this actually in a way last night for spilling the tea with herbal Marie 004. Um, you know, I was really encouraging, um, my patrons and myself to put down the herb books every once in a while and just experience a plant without anyone else telling you anything about it. As long as you know, it's safe because that helps you come to your own conclusions. So we are all making our own path. Our path doesn't have to look like anybody else's. It really doesn't so let's just know that we don't want to just regurgitate the stories that have come before us and redo them for ourselves we want to unfold our own story or our own myth alright so this elder this ancient wisdom there are a lot of stories that go with elder pot. It's popular for, you know, treating colds and flu. Um, but yeah, there is a lot of other things that you can use the plant for besides cold and flu. Elder can calm the nerves, increase circulation, and improve digestion. So yeah, it really is an amazing plant to get to know. And it has been around for a long, 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 long time. So anyways, um, there is a lot of myth and lore surrounding the Elder. And it always makes you think of magic, especially after maybe watching Harry Potter, right? The Elder Wand. Um, There's also an association with Jesus and the cross and with the fairy world or the underworld and also with shamanic ceremony. So if you really look into the elder stories, I guess you even get a Jesus story. I did not know that. So yeah, um, magic, mystery, and wonder for sure. So when we draw this card though, it does signify our readiness to awaken the magic that is all around us. So we are ready to awaken the magic all around us. And uh, it says, invisible forces are knocking at your door, beckoning you to heed the call to adventure and learning. Just as elderberries help move stagnant blood and fluids, any emotional or spiritual stagnation can be cured by seeking higher knowledge. What are you curious about? Okay, so this goes back to us at the beginning. What are you passionate about? What is your bliss? If bliss was on the menu, what would it look like to you? How do you know? Well, what are you curious about? So it's saying that studying a mystery, tradition, philosophy, or spiritual path can be especially beneficial to you now. The journey could also begin by following the path of a coincidence or intuition that brings you beyond the mundane. When you immerse yourself in the mystery of life, this will allow synchronicity to unfold and guide you into unprecedented creativity and magic. So yeah, synchronicities are so fun. And even like, like I just took a break a minute ago, um, to clear my throat and I went out and it was 734 and well, to me, three plus four is seven. So those numbers said to me, seven, seven, and it's just like synchronicities like that. Like I see sevens all the time. Um, and it's my life path number, and it does make my day feel a lot less mundane and definitely way more magical whenever I'm always seeing resonating numbers, when I'm coming across things that, I mean, there's no such thing as coincidence, it's synchronicity, it's the universe trying to make me believe in magic, (laughs) like for real, it's here, it's real, But anyways, so um, I love that about elder, wants to make things more magical. However, it does say a word of caution before embarking on the path of wisdom. Do not allow yourself to be overtaken by the myths and the stories or the archetypes or the characters you encounter. Um, Because elder has been long treated with the air of a wise teacher who demands respect um, and, that's great. But like these stories that we hear, remember that that's just an example for you. But really, the the greatest character in your life is you. Do you know the best teacher in your life is also you. So anyways, um, yeah, a lot of interesting messages coming from the elder. Make sure you're ready to before you dive into something deeper. Like we were talking about Kundalini energy the other day. Before you open that can, that can of worms, before you open that powerful can of, you know, serpent energy, make sure that you have done your healing work. Make sure that you are in the right state of mind because you don't want to dive into something intense and then it, all of it, it does is elicit fear instead of wisdom. Yeah, that's interesting to connect it now to the devil's club. Like if you would elicit this this energy within you that's so powerful and strong, you might think it's the devil. You might think it's something to fear if you have not done the work, if you're not ready, if you haven't passed Baba Yaga's tests for you. <laughs> like you have to become strong enough to be able to handle the wisdom. So if we are having difficulties in our life, let us just remember that they are making, they have made us stronger, and we are really now ready, or just about ready, um, to step into our power, to step into our wisdom. Whoo! So another thing that's really cool about elder medicine is that it is gently sedative and relaxing to the nervous system, um, especially the flowers. So, as you enter into the mystery. The key to higher knowledge is remembering to relax and care for your needs. So a calm nervous system allows us to enter into the meditative and enhanced states of consciousness without difficulty, fear, or harm. So really go at this day today, um, with calmness, with wisdom, don't fall to fear. Even if you find yourself in a situation that before has always elicited that pattern that has evoked either fear or anxiety or confrontation or whatever, uncomfortableness, let's like really try to go at it this time with calmness and with the wisdom that is brewing within us. Woo. So anyways, yeah, there is another story here about the Marsh King. Um where there was um a lady that stumbles into another world through an elder tree. Okay? She encounters a supernatural being, the Marsh King. He holds her captive and she becomes his unwilling wife. So the message is When you blindly seek out and worship archetypes, you run the risk of losing yourself. And yet, when this single caution is kept in mind, you may find that the pace of your life quickens and you become immersed in fresh ideas and creative projects in a way that is both exciting and fulfilling. So archetypal forces operating in your life become more apparent. The muse whispers to you from beyond the veil. So magic abounds. So yeah, it's like know the archetypes but don't get too obsessed with them. You gotta keep this amazing balance within yourself. This self, that's why we got Devil's Club. You gotta reclaim your power before you fall into the elder, elder tree realm. Before you go into uncharted territories with other energies you need to know how powerful you are that's a good message because like say you wanted to like channel energy, you wanted to like connect with a higher being, a light being, an extraterrestrial, um something that could seem like you would so much powerful to you. That's why people end up worshipping um energies that they shouldn't because they don't know their own power. So you need to know your your own power, your sovereignty. You are a creator being. So that whenever you come across any guides, teachers, archangels, you love and respect them and hear their messages, but you don't worship them because you are actually all on an equal playing field. So the last thing it says is, this is a very special time for you. Elder grants the ability to both avidly study ancient wisdom and make up your own mind about what you discover. The Elder Mother reminds us not to idealize our teachers, no matter how wise or mystical they may be. This message is an encouraging one, ripe with possibility. You have the power to move between worlds, dance with the gods, and return with creative genius. So yeah, that's what I was saying. Don't worship another. Don't idolize another. Um, like even if I, even if you think I'm saying amazing things, just know that I am absolutely equal to you, right? Um, even if you come across somebody in your herbal studies that seems so knowledgeable, just know that like you don't ever like worship anyone you know, or idealize, like you have your own learning to do. Um, you have your own conclusions to come to in, in all aspects of your life, especially the spiritual, but in every other aspect as well. I remember it being in junior high and my best friend at the time um, could read palms or she said she could, or, you know, she started palm reading. I remember becoming so dependent on wanting to know what she could see in my hand in my palm that it almost was the point where she was like I can't read your palm anymore because you have lost your your ability um to make any decisions for yourself and you know and I remember being like just tell me just look just look in my palm right so yeah the saga of 7th and 8th grade um so now you know, looking back, I think, oh, you weakling, you know, like, why would you do that? But it was a great lesson for me um, to lose my power, right, to then have to find my, and then be cut off. She was my Baba Yaga, and in, in that moment, um, to cut me off and make me find my own feet, right, make me find my own intuition, right? So she planted the seed that I did really like, divination and you know tapping into that knowing but i couldn't use her as my sole resource like i had to find it myself so i feel like in life i am still learning that lesson in small ways here and there but i've almost reclaimed my power within that you know and that's depending on people for any th- any type of Of guidance and wisdom. I mean, you can listen to what they have to say, but ultimately, it is you that, you know, ultimately is in the driver's seat and needs to make that decision. So, thank you so much for hanging out with me. If I ever say that this is just gonna be a quick little card pool, just call me out like it's never quick is it um what I'm finding personally interesting is like I'm underslept right I feel pretty good but I'm still underslept and I didn't get an easy message like even though I'm feeling like today could be a challenge because of you know physical whatever I get the message that like it's these tough days these these lessons in life like when you think you don't have the strength you actually do right so I was looking for like a light airy fairy like pat on the back like good job you're succeeding at life love and light good day but no who do we get we get devil's club and elder (laughs) Like what (laughs) so those are pretty intense messages but you know it probably is time for us to look back and kind of be really honest where have we given our power away where have we we idolized where have we yeah yeah really just given it our our power away we need to reclaim it all back even if like we were being nice and loving and worshiping someone else for their wisdom that's not Um, giving us our power and our wisdom and our knowing so it's just all part of the journey right no judgment don't don't be hard on yourself I'm not going to be hard on myself right Um, just because we've done this or that like it's just time to acknowledge where we've been and be honest what we still need to remedy so that's the flip side of oracle cards sometimes they really just hands your own ass at times and say like hey you've got to strengthen up you've got to reclaim your power because what you truly desire is this ancient inner wisdom and that's where you're going so make sure you do your work and, and make sure so you can handle it yeah we want to be able to handle um, where we're going on our spiritual path. So Devil's Club and Elder are tough love teachers here today to really get us in that contemplating, reflective mode that's going to direct us into our healing, which will keep us on our path and will keep us on our journey sure. So anyways, thanks so much for hanging out um, and have a gorgeous, beautiful Friday. (laughs) TGIFU! Have fun with your power. Um, Try to use it wisely.